Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. All right, tune in in 24 minutes. We've got a special giveaway for a coin that will be used for the big game. If you want to win one of those coins, make sure you tune in to the Roast at 855 to find out how to win. Don't forget to download the free Odyssey app and listen to 95.7 The Game wherever you go. Niners advance to the Super Bowl. Largest comeback in NFL history in a title game. Went down by 17 or more. How about Brock Purdy? Boy, it was looking very Jimmy G-esque in the first half. It really was. He was erratic. He was overthrowing guys. The two out routes to Brandon Ayuk on consecutive plays. I'm like, wow, not even close. First half, 7-15, 93 yards. He had the interception. Niners were down 24-7. Next thing you know, Brock Purdy started cooking. And he cooked. He cooked. He cooked with his arms. He cooked with his legs. He got some help from McCaffrey, some big-time help from Debo. What a quarter route throw, rainbow throw to George Kittle for a big first down on the left sideline in front of the Detroit bench. Brock Purdy was magical in that second half. Back-to-back second half where he's been magical. I believe in pretty magic now, Chasky. The game is close. This guy's got a clutch team, man. You can't knock him anymore. You can be the biggest Brock Purdy hater if you want to. You got to stop hating, dude. The kid is special. Oh, no, people will still hate. I mean, that's just that's just society these days. I mean, he, <laughs> B, I, I am exhausted. That game was a roller coaster. I thought the Green Bay game was a roller coaster. That one was unbelievable. For them to do what they did like a freight train in that third quarter, I still can't get over it. I mean, I really can't. Who do you think's hurting more right now, Detroit Lions fans or Philadelphia? Oh, Detroit Lions fans. Oh, well, De- so Detroit's mad. miserable 365 days a year. There's nothing nothing new about them. They're always they're always miserable. Hi, baby Chess. They're, they're always miserable. They're calling me. Baby Chess is on the potty right now. Listen, they're always miserable <laughs> in Philadelphia. Always, always, always. Who cares about Philly? Their season was done a month ago. <laughs> they They just hired Vic Fangio, who's older than dirt. His defenses don't work no more. And then you got Kellen Moore. <laughs> Did y'all not watch Justin Herbert last year in the Chargers offense? They stink. Kelly Moore stinks. So Philadelphia still has Nick Sirianni and Kelly Moore. Who cares about Philadelphia? Detroit's hurt more because they could taste the Super Bowl. They were booking Super Bowl flights at halftime. They were chanting Jared Goff loud at Levi Stadium. You could hear it through the TV. There was all that Honolulu blue out there. They were filling it. So they're Philadelphia? They, 
They're trying to get into Sixers basketball. Can you remember a time that a fan base not named the Cowboys or the Lakers infiltrated? I guess the Dodgers did too. Cowboy fans last year. You said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in terms of not one of the old school blue blood top three or four teams in the league, I can't think of another time that an opposing team came to a Niner game that deep. That's as impressive. Playoff or regular season? Playoffs. I'm talking Just about playoffs. playoffs. That's yeah. as impressive as I can remember. New York Giants, it wasn't as bad, 2011. Uh, the Saints, not even nowhere near that. Yeah, no, no doubt. No, not even near that. Uh, Packers, even on that Saturday night, there were a lot of Packer fans, but not that. There were a lot of Detroit Lions fans. I was they were deep. shocked. They were deep. They were deep. And it may be, listen... I know people have their financial reasons, and you want to flip tickets to make money and double up and maybe hey, pay for your season tickets. tickets. Were pricey. They were pricey. I get it. But if you already own season tickets, and I get how pricey they are. Look, man, we're not we're in terrible economic state in Bay Area. There's no doubt about it. Housing prices through the roof, interest rates through the roof. I I, I get it all. But me personally, if I got a ticket to a game, especially a playoff game, I gotta go. I'm not thinking about doubling up. I'm thinking about hustling and making somebody on the side. i got to go see my team in a big performance. Where does that uh, third-quarter energy in that stadium, where does that rank for you? Because I think, for me, it's as good as any environment I've ever been in, ever, in sports. I think about Game 4, Benito Santiago, St. Louis Cardinals, up 2-1. Benito Santiago hits a three-run homer to give the Giants a big lead, and they go up in the series three games of one. Next night, Kenny Lawson, David Bell, 0-2. Yeah. Pac Bell Park at the time was electric because the Cardinals are yeah. dominating that game. And they come back, and I was like, wow, look how yeah. the Thundersticks are going crazy, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Oracle Arena, they're down 20-plus to the San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi Leonard injures the ankle, but the Warriors are getting rolled. Then Kevin Durant and Steph Curry just start running 1-3, pick and roll, and started cooking. And Oracle, by the time that game was over, everybody in the media was taking et cetera because it was just oh, like, it was my whoa. head. Was- it Yesterday with the, the speakers, I had multiple aspirins, the double-strength ones. So, yesterday was up there with some of the best environments I've ever been a part of. And, like, I'm just thinking about Saturday night. I was at Chase Center, double overtime, and that place is cooking I with the Lakers in it. Well, no, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm telling tell you about the environments. I know. I but just I'm, I'm telling you how exhausted I am. Dealing with the Kings on Thursday, dealing with the Lakers on Saturday night, another one-point loss. By Sunday came around, I was just like, just get me to the game. I can't handle this stuff. I'm out of energy. And I felt like that tailgate lasted forever because I wanted to get down there and soak it in. Yeah. And it was it was a long yeah. day yesterday. Yeah, I stopped by. I saw Worldwide Hef, Ryan, Mondo, Chris, uh, the rest of the crew down there. Stopped by there. And then I saw you guys at Polted. Oh, and then we Worldwide walked straight Hef in. for a second. You know? Love your boy, Worldwide. He's wearing the Niner gear with the LeBron jersey well, on Saturday LeBron. night. Yeah, he's a LeBron. Fan, What's he doing? He's a LeBron fan. What can you do? I, I love you, Hef, too. but come on. He's a Duke fan, too. That's where I have. I mean, he could, he was blowing me up Saturday day. I'm like, dude, I will block you if you continue <laughs> to bother me about to go to St. Louis. The Wales. Lakers. The Lakers, man. Sorry-ass Lakers. The Lakers. I knew the Warriors blow a 15-point lead in the third quarter and lose an overtime score four points the last four minutes of the game. I Steph Curry doing his great Hulkamania oh, ripping up the shirt right. moment. Yeah. Let's go I to mean, let's go to Fernucci and El Dorado Hills. I don't even want to go down that dark road right now. <laughs> Fernucci, what's happening? <laughs> Let me tell you something. The nine one six five three zero, it is lit. I came to church early yesterday. <laughs> I had the Brock Purdy jersey. I go to the pastor. I said, please just bless this jersey. Bless the Niners, even though you're a diehard Seahawks fan. And let me tell you, I was saying the prayers at halftime. I was sprinkling 
the holy water. I kicked the cat out. And let me tell you, I felt that this was a moment that Papa Shasti was in. I was just visualizing if he was in that locker room, what he would say. And I'm telling you, this victory was for Papa Shasti. And let me tell you something. When you talk about Harvard champion, it involves these characteristics, resilience, determination, perseverance, adaptability, discipline, confidence, leadership, humility. That's what our quarterback has, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he has. And let me tell you something. He's going to finish it off with his Disney story, holding up that Lombardi trophy and shutting up all those haters. And faithful, I heard you through that television screen. I pumped up that surround sound. And, Bonte, I saw you praying. But, and also, too, Shasky, I saw you with Patrick. And let me tell you, again, this is for Papa Shasky. I'm thinking about you. I love you. No more negativity. Brian for BPA, shut your mouth. It's all about positivity. <laughs> we're winning it all, and we're going to shut Let's down go. the Swifty. You know, I'm out. Uh, the Swift. I haven't even begun to try to no, wrap my no, head around yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but l- let me let me bring up something. You know, B, there are times in life, sports mirrors life. There are times that it doesn't, right? Like, I don't pretend that things that you see in sports are exactly like you have it at work, because they're not. It's its own little world. But there are certain things that I look at as microcosms. I truly believe the greatest gift you can have as a trait in life is resilience. If you are born with nothing and you scrap and you fight and you keep getting knocked down and you keep getting knocked down and you keep getting knocked down and you drag yourself up and you lift yourself up out of adversity, out of poverty, out of misery, out of depression, out of abuse, whatever it is, those are the strongest people in life. And and when I watch sports, my favorite attributes are those resilient people who you can never count them out. Even when you think you're going to drive the stake right through their heart, they find a way to keep scrapping and keep clawing. In yeah. baseball, it's a guy who doesn't have his best stuff, and yet he finds a way to still go seven, eight innings. And, he, and he's giving you everything he's got, even on a night where you could tell he doesn't have it. Uh, in, in basketball, hey, shot's not dropping. But then in the third, fourth quarter, you bring it when you need it. Kobe, Steph. LeBron, Michael Jordan, you've seen all the greats have it. In football, Mahomes, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and now this version of the 49ers. They played an F game in the first half. They had every minute and every every reason to do what the Philadelphia Eagles did and tap out. They tapped out against Tampa Bay. They're like, no, we're done. And the Niners were like, no, we're not going to tap out. We're going to keep fighting and keep clawing. Even when they just got a field goal, it was like, oh, God, you needed to get seven here as you come out of the break. They found a way to stay optimistic and keep fighting. And, yes, it's professional sports. We expect these people to just play through everything and play hard. They're also humans, too. And guys get down on themselves. That team never lost their step and came out. And just took over that game. It's one of the great things I've ever seen. Here's Shanahan on his character and grit of his players. Just the character and the grit of the guys there. I mean, you could see it on their faces at halftime. I've seen, I could see it on them all week. Our guys got a lot of love for each other. And every year when the season's over, it's always a new team the next year, regardless of how many times people return. I mean, how many people return. And our guys didn't want this to be the last day. And we had to really fight for it to make that happen. But we pulled it off and couldn't be more proud of the group. Adversity. Dealing with adversity. That was as adverse as it could get. You're at home in front of your home fans. You fought all year for that number one seed. You talked about it all offseason, saying we don't want to play that extra week. We need to buy a week. You get the rest, and you're down 24-7 to at the half. 
They're down 24 to 7 at the half. And I'm looking at the players run off the field. And I'm thinking, boy, look at Debo. He's just frustrated. I'm looking at IU. Damn, he's frustrated. Fred Warner sitting there shaking his head with no answers. And whatever was said in that locker room, whatever was said in that locker room at halftime, boy, they had a lot more faith than a lot of fans did. And I was coming into the game. That was during the game. Hell, at halftime, I thought, I said, damn, this is how we're going to go out, huh? This is how we're going to go out. And I was just eager to see what type of fight they would have. Like, if they would have lost that game yesterday, say they lost 31-28, it would have been heartbreaking. We would have still been going crazy or whatnot. But at least they would have fought. In that first half, I just thought, boy, can you show a little fight? Right. Now, they did on that last drive to keep it out the end zone. They all got for a deal. Like, if Detroit goes for it, which was, again, in that situation, kick the field goal, it would have been ballsy. But I do believe they would have scored on that fourth down. Jameer Gibbs literally caught a pass on the ground at the 10-yard line and ended up at the two. Yeah. Like, we were not hitting. We were not flying around. And I was just like, damn. They're slow. They're stiff. They're not hungry. The old inexperience. And it reminded me at halftime, and I tweeted this. It reminded me of the 92 Dallas Cowboys punching the Niners yeah, in the mouth. They look Coming like to Candlestick Park. Younger, hungry. Jimmy Johnson had those boys buttoned up. And yeah. the Niners, who had all the pressure on them, with the ghost of Montana on the sideline, sitting there in his uniform. And they wilted in that football game at Candlestick Park. It was played out like that to me, man. I was like, damn, this is it? They showed a lot more resilience than I thought they had in them, man. They really did, man. I'm proud of this football team. Uh, is the guy's name Mike McDonald? Who's the guy that gets the, the crowd fired up? The older white guy who does, let's go Niners! Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's my boy, Mr. Violet. Uh, Kennedy, Mr. Kennedy. 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 Mike yeah, Jen Violet's husband. Michael yeah, Jen Violet's a good friend of mine. That guy. Yeah. Got the crowd so hyped up between the third and the fourth quarter. I don't even remember. Oh, dude, I, I don't even remember. The, the upper I was in another world. Just going off. Yeah, I was in another world, Shasky. B, I'm telling no. you, I've been to some great Niner <laughs> games, been to some great Giants games, great Giants games, great Warrior games. I went to We Believe games. That was as good, that yeah. third and fourth quarter, as good as any environment I've yeah. ever been to. So between the third and fourth quarter, Ed actually told me to sit down because I was like, I was sweating. Oh, I, I had, damn near hyperventilated. I had two headaches. Yeah, no, well, I didn't have any headache. I just, she's like. She Side goes, temples she goes, right in the middle. She goes, you made a face. It looked like you were about to just pass out because it was just mayhem, right? Zuri and Diego's next to me. And they're sitting there. <laughs> they're sitting there run, shaking me back and forth. The Logans, uh, excuse me, the Pauls, they're sitting next to me on the right side. I'm saying to myself. And it's like, dude, you just need to sit down for a second. You're sweating out of control. It was just, it was too much. So between the third and fourth quarter, I have no idea what happened. I may have blacked out. I legit may have blacked out. I, I mean, we were down 17. Bryant Young shows up with Frank, I know, with Gore, Frank Gore, and they're going to ring the the, the foghorn for the right. second half. And people were like, they weren't even paying attention. No, we were paying attention. We just didn't care. It's just like I was not doing any first down. Oh, 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 my arms were crossed, just sitting there watching, like. I just want to see it. Show me what type of fight you got. I mean, beat. they were chanting for golf in the stadium. I know. It was loud. It was very loud. They were singing their touchdown song. And they, they did a Let's Go Lions chant. Oh, they it got was, loud. And I, we could do nothing about it. No. No. It was as good of an invasion as I can remember. Yeah. They, they no, it really deep. was. Like, I was they rolled deep. thoroughly impressed. That first half I was, was impressed. all Lions. I was impressed, and I was a little disappointed with our fan base. But you know That what? would never happen in Philadelphia. I, well, you know? 30-year wait, dude. You know? I hear you. I hear you. 30-year wait. I hear you. I hear you. And it was ironic the way we've traveled to have someone traveling to I know, our stadium. And take over our stadium? Yeah. Now it's on to Vegas, baby. Thank God we won that game. And by the way, Vegas, who's going with me? <laughs> who's going with me? I, you know, can I say something before we get to the lines? I get what the NFL is doing with the whole Super Bowl, and I think it's a, I think it's criminal 
that they charge nosebleeds. They're charging fans $8,000 for the top row of the stadium. We pay our money all season long. And I get it's a corporate event, but just shut out the real football fan in these games. Shame on the NFL for not giving season ticket holders or fans of these teams of the a bigger piece of I the agree. pie and some more affordable tickets. Did, did you get the email? I got the email last. It's not the Niners' fault, but they were like, oh, because you get the lottery, right, if you yep. if you win. And I knew right away, within an hour, oh, you didn't get the lottery. You didn't get your Super yeah. Bowl tickets. No, I think it's a joke. By the way, 8-3-1, and I was at this game. Yeah. He's spot on, 8-3-1 on the Comcast Give business sex line. Levi's atmosphere compares to Sharks Vegas Knights Game 7 in 2019. Wow, I wasn't there. When they came back, they were down 3 nothing. I was on air with Covey yeah. while he was yeah. watching it. They were down 3 nothing in the third period. I'm watching next to Roxy Bernstein. Oh, <laughs> please explain. Please explain. And it was the same please night explain. Damian Lillard waved bye-bye to Oklahoma City in the first round. Oh, yeah. And they scored four, uh, four goals on that major penalty. 8-3-1, you're spot on with that. That atmosphere at the Shark Tank was unbelievable. Top five atmosphere I've ever been a part of. Seriously, game seven. Give the Sharks their love. Give the Sharks their love. That was that was legit. That's a good call right there. All right, let's get back to the lines here. Uh, Jay of Florida. Jay of Florida, what's happening? Good, man. We don't want to. We don't want to shame God right yeah, now. Right, yeah. We, we want to be on his good side. I'm just going to say something real quick. I, I just want in the Super Bowl to just let Brock Purdy cook however he needs to cook. If he needs to scramble, if he needs to do things off schedule, just let him do his things and we can live and die with the result. Let's go to uh, Ernesto and Pelaluba. Ernesto, what's happening? <laughs> Just keep it moving. Oh, man, bang, bang, freaking Niner gang. Stasky, Bonte, I was right there with you. First half, doom and gloom. I said to myself, this is it. We can't go out like this. Why are we going out like this? Had to start playing that Cypress Hill song. We ain't going out like that. We ain't going out like that. Through the second half, switch to a new song for Purdy, because as soon as I saw Purdy, become Montana, Steve Young, right before my eyes. Let me geek out with you, Shasky. Remember Transformers, the movie? Yeah. You got the touch. I fired up that song for Purdy. Oh, my freaking God. He is our (laughs) next Messiah. He is the Lord. Before yeah, right, right, we're getting a little okay. We're getting a little Everyone, too religious here on a Monday. Just a man, but listen, all right. Listen, I, there's I, only one that we praise. We, we're getting a little carried away. I'll say this: Father though. Mike might be listening right now, and he might want to hit me up and be like, "Joe, I think we need to walk this back a little." I'll say this though: I don't know, Joe. With Joe Montana in the building yesterday, and with Brock Purdy doing what he did in the second half yesterday, if you want to compare Brock Purdy to Joe Montana. I'm not going to push back on it. I'm not I'm necessarily not going to agree with you, but I won't push back on it. Uh, I won't push what'd back. What did you think of Joe Montana's shoes? What was he wearing? It looked like Chuck Taylor's, but they could have been designer shoes that looked like Chuck Taylor's. Uh, I don't I mean, know. Skechers? I mean, I, no, he's a Skechers no, guy. He's a Skechers guy. He used to be. I did see Barry Sanders down there on the field, man. Barry, yeah. I, Barry's sick. Did man. he walk over and be like, hey, I love Warrior Pre and Post? No, no, he didn't. I was trying to get his attention, but he, no, it didn't work out. You were I did getting see Greg mobbed also. by hey, I did see Greg also, though. Greg also was walking out and saying, hey, Greg, man, thanks for popping on the show a couple weeks ago, man. We love you. He goes, he walked, he stopped. He walked yeah. over like Steph Curry did to you. Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, come on, anytime, like man. Steph I was like, right. Curry. And then everybody's looking at me like, who the hell are you? 
in this North Face Niner jacket by a Sleepy Floyd. He told me I should have worn that jacket in Philadelphia last year. I was undefeated in the jacket last year. I'm undefeated this year in that jacket. You know, I, I feel so good for these older fans. There's a bunch of older people that have had season tickets going back to Candlestick around me. Coach in San Ramon, who bought my my little boy an outfit. He used to, right. I love you, Coach. I know you're out there listening this morning. Um, a bunch of other older gentlemen yeah. that, that sit up above me with their wives. and like To see all these people crying in that in that fourth quarter when the Niners were winning and a lot of them didn't think we'd ever get back here cuz you never know man you take it for yeah. granted like the team was so good for so long we're seeing this with the Warriors right now right. they're so good for so long now I'm looking I'm like eh, it's going to be a while till we it win be. again it might be you know and so I, I say with the Niners it's like we've knocked on the door so often how many times have we thought it's our year i feel so happy for those people that they've had the chance to enjoy this last couple of years of Niner football because the young people, like, they're going to get lured in, and that's great, but it is but, nice. The older I get, to see some of these older yeah. people get that payoff I, later in life. I'm with you. I'm with you. That was really people. cool. I was hugging a lot of these season ticket holders. Yep. We watched some bad games no, we have. the last five or six no years. Doubt. No doubt. But no. we've been very good. There's we, a lot the of OGs. been really good. A lot of OGs who were showing love yesterday, a lot of roasters, a lot of OGs out there, and I, I you're spot out with that. But I will also say for the young generation that's had to sit through this heartbreak, a lot of youngsters, you know, the sports fan today, you get a couple heartbreaks, you see a team with a championship, you dump that jersey for another jersey in a heartbeat. People jump on the bandwagon to different teams. Drives there's, me nuts. A, there's not a lot of loyalty in sports yeah. these days. So to see the youngsters still stick around with the Niner fans and still represent hard and still be out there like the Niner Knicks. Niner Knicks out there with his shirt off. Guy just had a kid. Him and his lovely wife had a kid a couple weeks ago, and this guy is out there with his shirt off at Levi Stadium. It's like, Niner Nick, you're a father now. You got to tone it down a little bit, and he's losing his mind. I want that young man to get a Super Bowl and enjoy it. The Niner Knicks of the world. You know what I'm his, saying? His grandfather sat next to my grandfather for literally 50 years at right. Niner Games at Candlestick. And so his mother actually hit a, hit me up on Facebook and right. was like, you better tell your wife, Michelle, because his girl's name's Michelle, uh, as they're at home watching your boys, right. that you're very thankful that they're in your lives. Because, yes, thank you, Michelle, for watching my son while right. I was out at the game enjoying it. But you're right. No. Young people, if you're in your 30s, you all you know it. is misery. Shock Curley. John Curley's never seen the Super Bowl, right? I know. John Curley, and he sends out a tweet at halftime. At halftime, which I don't know why it hit me the way it did, but it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. The hell, what do I have to lose? We're not 24-7. But John Curley sends out a tweet at halftime. It's eerie that in 19... And I'm trying to do it in John Curley's voice. It's eerie that in 1957, the last time the Lions won a playoff game in SF, they were down 24-7 at halftime before Riley to beat the 31-27 at Keysar. I mean, now 2024, ha, ha, the script is reversed. Ha, ha, the Niners are down 24-7 at halftime. Ha, ha, can the Niners pull off a version of a comeback? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm then, Irish. Ha, 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 we saw a media member who writes for the Athletics steal a tweet after the game. Damn near word for word. Give my man Curtis some respect. I got to sneeze. That's a walk-off right there. <laughs> hey, let me, let me, God bless you. Thank you. I need that. I was waiting for you to step in. One time you don't cut me off, you just let the air breathe. Wow. Dead air from the first time on this show. Hey, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Your boy, your boy hit the I, I hit the wall and I am exhausted. Oh, I, well, I, I got I, you. I got you. Buddy. I am exhausted. And I, and, I, and I got three and a half hours of sleep. The boy doesn't know the zone yeah. as you do, Bonnie. You're damn right, Tony in Oakland. Uh, that <laughs> game was as say. draining of any game. <laughs> I drank a whole bottle of Pedialyte and I'm still thirsty. <laughs> Leo and Sally. I didn't even drink yesterday. Ow. I didn't either. Leo, what's happening? 
Actually, I did. Hey, guys, what's up? I, I, I'm not even going to ask how you guys are doing because I'm already knowing. You already know how we're doing. You already know. Yeah, I'm already knowing. I just want to touch on a couple, uh, quick couple things. Uh, I'm, I'm like Brandon Ayuk when it comes to uh, signs, man. That ladybug on the shoe? Come on now. Feel me? Uh, yeah, I feel you. And then when E-40 said in the song, Young Hyenas in Uniform, come on, man. That's the Lions' number one enemy. We we, we killed him. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. That's, that's not bad, Leo. That's really good. That's not bad. That's strong. Uh, real quick, Chris of Virginia, out VA, baby, where the clips is from. Uh, Chris, what's happening? Shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, fellas? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about... Uh, I know we're all enjoying this win as 49ers fans, as we should. It was an exhilarating win. Oh, he hung up. How was that? All right, before we get back out to the lines, I see you, TC and Sack. Uh -oh. I see you, Mike and San Jose. The lines are just getting filled up left and right. We got Chris. We got Tim. We got Mike. We got everybody. We're getting to y'all. You got to get on the line here because you know we love you. We'll talk with you, not at you. Shout out, Max Diamonds. Hope you're doing well. I'm speaking of Tim Boyle from the Highland Mint, who for the past 29 years has produced a coin that he's flipped immediately prior to the big game. He has a special offer for our listeners right after yesterday's great way to make sure you stay tuned in because we're going to be giving one away to a lucky listener right after the interview. Tim, welcome to the show, baby. Tell us about this great coin. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, Highland Mint is once again producing the coin that will be flipped uh, immediately prior to the Super Bowl. And because we're making exact replicas of the coin, uh, 49ers fans can kind of own a piece of Super Bowl 58. Uh, it's a replica is licensed by the NFL, comes in a collector's booklet that you can display at home or the office. Uh, it's silver plated. It's got 24 karat gold highlights. Got the Super Bowl 58 logo and the commissioner's signature on one side, and then the logos of the uh, 49ers and Chiefs on the other. Uh, each one is individually numbered. It's uh, protected in a clear capsule, comes with a matching numbered certificate of authenticity. Uh, but we're only going to make 10,000 of these uh, Super Bowl 58 flip coins, uh, no matter how quick they sell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Out and the price is uh, $99.99. What, what's the website? Website is sbflip.com. So S is in super. B is in ball, flip, F-L-I-P dot com, or uh, the toll-free number, if you prefer, is 1-888-560-2727. So, 888-560-2727. And that's how the people can I'm get it now, right, Tim? Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. it right now. 
It's really oh, yes. sbflip.com. We love it. We love it. Tim, this coin is going to be great. We're going to give one away right now, Tim. Thank what? you so much. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Right. It, I mean, it's got the, the Niner logo, the Chief logo. Yep. I mean, it's got the, the Super Bowl logo, the commissioner's hey, signature you know stamp. I mean, this thing, it's pretty cool. Listen, listen, listen. We don't have Super Bowl tickets right now, but we got this coin. We got this coin in the fifth color to the contest line. Wins one of the coins, 415-523-4652. Again, 415-523-4652. Fifth caller to the contest line. Wins one of these coins. All right, let's get back to the lines, man. Uh, Tim and Danville, what's happening, Tim? What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. I am so exhausted as well. Uh, so, Shasky, I want to make a couple points. You're spot on with Brock. Uh, resiliency, you know, the guy may not have the most, you know, gifted gifts in the world, but he came back and he showed what he can do. I take back all my comments last week. No more doubting. I'm done with that. Uh, make another point. You know, you know, guys, there were more than 20% blue there. I, I don't care what they said that that stadium. I mean, you heard, you heard the Jared Goff chant, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I had about, I had about 15 blues, you know, line fans next to me. And, you know, we were respectful, but these guys, these guys were just basking in their glory. You know, we're just sitting there quiet. My wife and I say, oh, my gosh, this is a disaster. But I want to make a point, too. Look, the first half, don't blame it on Brock. The whole team played lousy. Exactly. Number 26. Yep. Number 26, Gibbs, that dude, he just killed him. They could not He's stop legit. him. So, He's legit. So Kyle, <laughs> so, Kyle, I think, you know, I want to pr- – he did a hell of a job with Shanahan. I, you know, I – I'm just so happy with the team, with the fans. You know, no ghetto, right? I mean, you know, we respect these guys. They spent a lot of money to come out here, and uh, I'm just tired. I'm happy. I'm, and I will, we'll see you guys at the bowl. Okay, yep. thank you guys. I love it. And you know, it, it's I've been to a lot of different tailgates and parking lot situations. It was so respectful between the Niner fans and yeah, the Lions fans. No doubt. It, it was, and I trust me. Anytime some happens with Niner fans, there's a certain somebody who used to be in Philadelphia media. Oh, the little fellow who uh, said that the reason why he's out of radio is because Odyssey's bankrupt. Nah, you're just not good at your job, dude. They were like, you're not worth the contract extension. Little fellow, enjoy your offseason. I didn't see one thing yesterday in my own eyes as I was walking around the parking lot or into the stadium. Not one thing of Niner fans quote-unquote harassing nah. or physically abusing anybody. Not that they should. I mean, that's you. I expect good behavior. Yeah. Niner fans showed out. I'm so proud yeah. to be a Niner fan. No, but listen, man. So it, a proud. lot of this stuff happens because people don't know how to... St- they don't know when to stop talking. And some people can handle the talk. Some people can't. And I saw it at the Rose Bowl when the Alabama, Alabama fan told my best friend, Big Dog City, to shut the bleep up. Out of nowhere. First quarter, Big Dog's rooting for his mission. Hey, shut the bleep up. He wasn't saying nothing to the Alabama fan. That's how people get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't condone violence whatsoever. But I understand why some of these fights happen. Somebody, like we were in Philadelphia. I was talking about the World War I half. He actually gave me a little bit of Hennessy White in my coffee. So it was like an Irish oh. coffee. But Hennessy about Philly, White? Yeah, Hennessy White. You could only get it in Mexico. What is it? You got to Google it's it. It's very smooth. Yeah, it's it's the best it Hennessy. Hennessy yeah, White. Yeah, Hennessy huh? White. I okay. I know a secret spot where you can get it now in the States, but uh, I'm not going to reveal that on air. White. Listen, we were talking about the Philadelphia trip. Think about when we were being in the bathroom, in the bathroom and people were telling me, F you, you little bleep, bleep, bleep. Do this, you little bleep, bleep, bleep. Like, just berating me. And I'm thinking to myself, damn. Now, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I'm not, you know, 
but, but, but I understand. BPA. Huh? Unless it's BPA. Well, yeah, when you come in. BPA, shut your mouth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> thank you, Vinici. Somebody had to say it. Ooh, I'm looking at this Hennessy Pure White. Yeah. The bottle's very unique. I'm a dynamic human being. The Hennessy White will change your life. Really? It will change your life. But I understand why fights happen at stadiums. Because also some people, available at Bethmo and Total Wine. No, that's not true. I mean, not I'm true. looking at the website Yeah, right it is. Now. I can find a lot of places. Yeah, you sure? Yes. Yeah, it's $89 right oh, now. Oh, you know what? You know what? No, 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 no. This past year, this, you know what? This, I, I, stay, I stay corrected. Trust me. It became available in the States over the last six months. Okay. Just the last six months. Because it was you had to go... You know, a lot of we people should bring talk over to our Mexico. guy, the Hennessy guy. Oh, Sean, build a beast. Good boy. Yeah, that's how I knew that Hennessy White was now available in the States. Okay. Yeah, I, the Hennessy White. Well, I'm getting in the way of a good story here. No, no, the story's over. I was just going to talk about people fighting in the bleachers, that's all. But we don't need to do that. Because the Niners are going bowling. Niners are going bowling. Niners are going bowling. Mike and San Jose, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, Bonte, how are you doing, man? Good, Mike. Good, caller, loving you guys. What Thank about you, me? brother. What about Shasky? Yeah, so I got two, two. I got two things to talk to you guys about. Um, one is that you know the the, the past two games, it, we're we're building champion DNA here, right? So you look at the Warriors, right? They're always a third quarter comeback, and we did a third quarter comeback yesterday. And that that's great. It's it's gonna build experience, go you know all the, all build it, build the Forty Nineers a championship DNA here. So I, I'm loving these comebacks. It, it builds a lot of character. And I'm loving it. It's going to help us win the Super Bowls and many, many Super Bowls like the Warriors win the championships. Um, and, Bonte, the other thing I want to talk to you about, remember that at the beginning of the season, you had this uh, radio announcer from uh, Philly came on, and he was trash-talking us about how his quarterback's going to be MVP, telling Purdy, he's like, oh, shirt, arm, and all that stuff. And I want you to help me out. Text him back and tell him, hey, look uh, where we're at now. <laughs> all right? Hey, you know what? I think we're still ugly. The silence is deafening in Philadelphia. I don't need to tweet them anymore. I don't need to text them. I didn't even get a congratulations from Philly Zoo on advancing to the Super Bowl. I know how dad that. They, look, wait, they're waiting. You were expecting a congratulations? Yeah, absolutely. I was expecting class from them. Be classy. Sportsmanship, right? That's what they were talking about. Be, remember we went to Philadelphia? Hey, just be, be good sportsman. Okay. Uh, I'll show you some sportsmanship. But I know all those Philadelphia fans, <laughs> and there's a lot more Cowboy fans. That's everybody accepted. Listen, the, the, the nation hates the Niners. Let's be real. Thank the you. nation hates the Bay and Area. And they hate the two of us. They, 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 hate, they, they definitely can't stand us. Sacramento hates us. Philadelphia hates us. Texas hates us. Dallas hates us. Seattle hates us. All that's how I went on with Softy and Dick on Friday. They were hating on us. Listen, it's the Bay Area against the world. I get all that. So I know all those drafts. They had all those tweets they had constructed yesterday at halftime. They were ready to press in as soon as the clock went, hit zero at the end of the fourth quarter. They had to put it back in the draft. Well, I'll keep it honest. I did too. I had a few up in my dome, yeah. like I was Jay Z on the block where he has to memorize his rhymes. I had a few tweets that were going to be ready to, you know, hit send on myself, and and I had to walk them back as well. So that's not alone and exclusive to them. Well, well you know what? They'll have them ready for the Super Bowl. And you know what? I'll be here for you. <laughs> you better hope the 49ers will win the Super Bowl. A lot of people. Philadelphia, Seattle, Dallas, uh, Sacramento. Some of you in Sacramento. Casey's a big Niner fan. He was on he was on fire yesterday on Twitter. Uh Florida. Casey was? Casey was on fire. Well, I mean, when when <laughs> I know. gave him Friday off by giving him all that content, <laughs> but me ripping Sacramento. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, speaking of what we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.